0: Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Thursday, April 20th. Started the show a little bit earlier today as uh, Rob Pozzola, Jeff Feinberg, and Andy Muller will be teeing off at 10.41 in the World Putt League later today. So coverage for that will start at 10.15. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. So we moved Edgework up so people can go right from this show here into the preparation for Rob's uh, Rob's debut on the professional putting tour um, so money, Russ, is uh, professional putting something you guys think you might want to get into at some point here? <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: there's no chance I get rattled with pitch and putt, man.
2: Yeah, no, I feel like it would be completely infuriating sport. I played a lot of putt-putt growing up, but I can't imagine doing it for money or even betting on myself. So, no, I'm proud on that one.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, So we'll stick to uh, betting on the NHL here, preparing for these games. We got another set of four games here tonight. We'll start with the Toronto Tampa Bay Lightning game. Uh, I mean, obviously here as a Leafs fan, game one was less than ideal. That is basically everything that could have went wrong did go wrong to open up this series. But it is only one game. You're only down one nothing. The score of the game does not matter. You move forward in this series. You look at here tonight an opportunity for the Leafs to bounce back, try to get a win, even things up heading back to Tampa. Looking at the odds right now, plus 150 for the Lightning, minus 167. The over uh the total set at 6 currently. Russ, is there anything for you in this game that you would be interested in playing right now? Yeah, yeah.
2: We've got to play on this one. Um, we played the over six at minus 115 overnight. And yeah, it looks like that's uh, that's still available to lock in right there. Um, a couple of, of, you know, quick things here. I, I think this number should be six and a half. I mean, you saw the first game was absolutely wild. It just got out of hand right away. And, um, you know, basically just just a completely off script game so they had to a ton of chances for both teams um i do think you'll see a little bit more of a tighter game in this game too but there's a you know a couple question marks for Tampa Bay on defense if uh, Cernak uh, or if hedman comes back he's a he's a questionable for tonight that'll be a big loss and yeah is is out on defense for the lightning so two guys that are their main dudes their main six on d are banged up and uh, they should have one other player out as well <clears throat> so I think uh, I think that, that that the Leafs will get plenty of chances here. And then on the flip side, you've got uh, Ilya Samsonov and Net, who, man, he struggled coming back his first game and just looked. Uh, just looked disheveled right away. He could not uh, just couldn't figure it out. So, um, you know, I've got closer to seven here. I thought this game would be lined at six and a half minus 110 both ways, I think is probably a fair price. So I was surprised to see a a six here even at minus 115. I would probably go up right about to minus 120. Anything other than that, I would uh, probably lay off and I probably wouldn't take a six and a half here just because you've got that uh, additional value on the push at six. Um, but yeah, it's a fairly simple, straightforward uh, handicap for me. These these teams both had over three expected goals in the first game, was a very wide open game. And um, you can see some of these nerves start to um, shed after game one. We saw that last night, right, with all of the games going over their total. It seems like some of these players, um, some of the nerves, some of the concern about playing in the NHL playoffs kind of uh, leaves them by game two. So I think it should be a much more open game. And yeah, I think both teams could get to 3-3 here and we should catch this over easily. So yeah, I'm looking over six here.
0: Okay, so we locked that in over six minus 116. Um, So, Money, I know you're in support of me there on the the Leafs throughout these playoffs. Uh, Are you kind of on the same page as Russ going into this game and uh, where are you at mentally and emotionally after game one?
1: So, um, I I do agree with uh, with Russ is saying for the most part. I do have some concern with, um, I think that game kind of snowballed with like the total. Mm-hmm. I think Russ, uh, Russ did uh, mention that. I um, And it does make me feel that um, as we move forward in this series, things should start tightening up. I can't see um, the way that game one played out. F- for that to for that to continue now it does matter with um with with the lightning injuries on on defense so I think that um I have no play on the total um on the but but I can see where Russ is coming from with that and at a six um it's a little surprising that they that they stayed a flat six but but I think it's a it's probably a good look by Russ there in terms of the side um I have no concern with the with with, with the leaves right now i think that that game was not a 7-3 game and i also feel that i mean there's so much talk about it's a it's the same old leaves right but you know what would have been the same old leaves if they if they actually played well and they found a way to lose that game
0: yeah, that yeah, would've been the same old leaves
1: right so um Maybe they read their press clippings, maybe they even heard me on the show pumping their tires, um, whatever the case was, they played like shit and they lost, right? I would rather a team play like shit and lose than how what we saw in game six last year and what we saw in game seven, where you're essentially losing coin flips to a team that um, is able to find a way to come back and win, right? So... Show me a good, strong effort by the Leafs Mm -hmm. and them actually losing a game that they should have won, and then maybe I can have that conversation with that, okay, there's something fundamentally wrong here, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But right now, I'm not there yet. Um, In terms of the line itself, we saw mid-minus-150s closing on the Leafs um, in game one. We're up to, what, a high... High minus one sixties. So, yep. I I think that's a little too much of an adjustment. I think that is, um Headman goes 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 into that number as well. So, I'm 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 off on the side as well. Um, but um, it's something that if Headman is out, I think that that number trickles up a bit. Um, I think that this number right now reflects Headman being out. So you got to be careful that um, you're not betting into an inflated in, in inflated number when he is confirmed out. So um if he's in and that line comes back down towards the mid 150s. Um I would be interested in the leaves at that point. But um I do like the Leafs here. And um and I love that comment there. Uh, <laughs> blame me for the loss. Yeah that's that's what a leader does, right? Like <laughs> he 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 brings it on himself, right? So 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 I'm gonna take all the heat for the for the leaves game one loss. Thank okay, you. It's so my man. fault right? And the team can go out and play loose in game two. And if they do lose, this one's on you again, Zach. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, you know what? I'll take this one. I'll take this one. <laughs> well, it's like what they started that
2: last last year, they started that series with the Leafs with a 5-0 win game one. And so it's like this, and then they ended up losing the series. So it's like this year, they're just taking the opposite path, just getting dominated the game one, and then they're going to end up winning the series. So I I completely agree. I mean, I'm I'm on the Leafs at the series price. I thought, you know, closer to 150, 155, I would be on the Leafs today. Wake up to find it minus 180 on some books. Um, So I'm looking that direction also, but I I do like the over a little bit well here. Another note is that these teams have uh, two of the top power play units in the league. With that uh, first game and it getting so chippy, I could see a lot of penalties being called here, which just adds to more. We don't need to go into any of that bullshit than in the first game or any of the calls at all. Um, But I could see a little bit tighter officiated game, a few more penalties, a few more power plays for each team, which leads to maybe a few more goals. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping for like a 4-3 Leafs win here. We can move on.
0: All right, uh, Moretto here in the chat saying, so money wearing the C on Edgebrook next year. There you go, so money is the captain next year. Um, and uh, Insight says, who's the ref? Wes McCauley, 8-0 versus the Leafs in playoffs. Uh, Wes, Mc- <laughs> Wes McCauley, I don't believe, is the ref tonight. I, I'm pretty sure I saw tweets this morning that there was a different refing crew. Uh, but, giving him uh, yeah. the business. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the next series here. New York Rangers against the New Jersey Devils. Rangers again here on the road. Second game of this series. The Rangers open it up with a 5-1 win over the Devils in the first game. Uh, We're seeing the Rangers here getting plus money prices on them. Again, going into this one. Uh, Russ, I'll go to you to start with this. We had you on obviously during the uh, end of the regular season to talk about Devils futures and hedging that out. In terms of what you saw from the Devils in the first game and then kind of where this price is at right now, is there anything that you might be able to get behind and bet on in this game or anything that you would feel comfortable with playing here tonight?
2: No, I mean, unfortunately, I won't have a play here. Um, I've watched quite a bit of Devils games this season, and that game one I think was was the worst game that they've played this year. Um, that didn't even look like the same team. It looked like they had so many nerves. They, couldn't, they just weren't around the puck. They weren't generating any chances. They couldn't stop any chances. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned here for sure. Uh, I think this is a good bounce-back spot for them just because it's such a buy-low spot. And uh, a lot of people have basically penciled in the Rangers as moving on. They, uh, you know, a lot of the Rangers are getting the majority of the the bets today. Um, so I'm a little concerned here for sure. Uh, the Devils just looked absolutely dead in that first game. Expected goals were 3.58 to 2.69. And the Rangers just completely dominated. Um, and then one of the biggest things is, uh, you know, as anybody knows, is the goaltending in the playoffs. And man, I, I just think this is maybe too big of a gap to overcome here. Igor Shosturkin is just the same old Igor every year, just domination. And uh, on the flip side, you got Vit Vanacek who gives up four goals on 22 shots and, um, you know, has no defensive support at all. So this is, uh, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to kind of side with the public and, uh, and worry here, but man, this is a concerning look for the devils here and there'll be no play for me. You know, I'll uh, I'll just be hoping and praying that the devils can even up the series here, but that was very, very concerning game one. And uh, they just looked like they were happy to be in the playoffs and uh, they didn't even (laughs) want to compete, you know, so no, no play for me here. I'll be, I'll be rooting on the devils for the futures tickets and and everything like that. But, but no, I've got nothing here. I'd be curious to hear what so money has to say.
1: Yeah. I'll, um, I'll never overreact to um, to one game. Um, I, I mean, like if you if you look at the Leafs series, um, they played like shit, so there's no need to overreact. You look at the Devils. Um, what concerns me about the Devils is um, not only were they outplayed, but I didn't like the comments that were coming out of the camp afterwards, where they readily admitted that um, we were inexperienced, there were nerves, and all that. Like I don't know why. Why that kind of stuff is coming out publicly like that? So, um, that was that was that was a little bit concerning. Now, in terms of the number itself, they closed uh, low minus minus one thirties in game one. Um, it was it was it was bed up a bit, so that makes sense. We're seeing an adjustment into the mid mid one twenties now, which is probably where where I've got it. So, at this point, I'm neutral. But if if it does dip a little bit. I would be interested in the Devils now. I can give it to them. That okay, fine. You guys were were inexperienced and stuff. They were outplayed. So, if if I acknowledge that there was some inexperience there, but you're giving me the adjustment on a on a low minus 120s, that's when I can get involved. So at at this point, I'm out. But I'm not. Um, I, I do have some concerns with the way that 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 game played out. I thought that as the game progressed, they did get better. Um, they were able to generate more, but um, they were already down too. So I don't know how the um, how the Rangers um, would have would have played that game if they didn't get off to a fast start. So um, for now, I'm I got nothing here. But if this does dip a bit, then um, just like the Leafs, um, I'll be i i will bet the devils but i need a better number though all
0: right in terms of experience for the devils and ability to win a series how much should, do you think this is actually going to factor in for them is that something you guys look at when you're handicapping a series and looking at series prices and stuff or in like take into consideration like oh this team is young this is their first time getting here these, they haven't uh, been together that long. Whatever it is, did you add those things together and kind of consider those pieces going into a playoff series, especially where you look on the other side, this Rangers team, it feels like they've been together for a while now. You kind of add pieces here and there. You have the Vesna goaltender backing you up. Like In a situation like that, how much does experience come into play in these series prices for you guys?
2: Yeah, I um- mean... That, I, That's why, that personally for me, that's why the NHL playoffs are so much more difficult to handicap than the regular season. Um, the regular season, you know, I can kind of pick and choose my places to hide some of these teams that uh, oddsmakers aren't paying attention to, stuff like that. But um, yeah, in the playoffs, these lines get tighter and tighter. And yep, you have to, uh, honestly, you have to rely on your model and the underlying analytics less. There's a lot more back of the napkin handicapping. There's a lot more visual handicapping that goes into it. You can't just say, you know, this team analytically expected goals is a a little bit higher. So therefore, I have an edge, you know, in a seven game series or with an elite, elite goaltender or experience that changes a lot of things. So, yeah, this is a that's a great question. And that's exactly why, you know, I uh, I personally have a lot less volume in the playoffs and a lot smaller position sizes just because of that. There's a lot uh, more subjective handicapping that goes into it. As opposed to uh, when I'm, uh, you know, in the regular season, if I have an edge, I have an edge and I'm playing it. Whereas in the NHL playoffs, if I have an edge, I'm looking into a little bit more of why that's an edge and um, some of the more intangible things, just like you said, like experience and coaching and stuff like that. So, I mean, it gets tough this time of year and you have to look at all of those things, uh, you know, in coordination with the underlying analytics.
1: I, I don't I don't value. i I shouldn't say value but i don't i don't look at experience much um i mean you look at a team like seattle like what what experience did they have and they won game one on the road right so um but if you're outwardly telling me that that you felt inexperienced and you felt jitters and stuff like okay i will I, i will listen like you're you're letting this come out of camp right so um i think um, it does matter with like w- with with the coaching as well, which is another reason why why this was surprising to me from the Devils because I would never have expected Lindy Ruff to be the one to like come out and say stuff like that, and like he's also the kind of coach that I felt that if experience was a thing in this series, he'd be the kind of coach to get that young team in line. So um, mm-hmm. it's those kind of things that going forward have me concerned a little bit about the Devils here, um, but i'm very interested to see how the rest of the series plays out but to answer your question um, i think in certain cases um, lack of experience or more experience or whatever you want to call it matters um, but it does come down to the personnel as well and i didn't think that lindy ruff would um, would have been uh, letting this kind of stuff get um, seep, seep into the devil's psyche
0: Fair enough. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. I just want to remind people right now, as we do have two more games left to go here on the schedule tonight. If you're watching and you have not hit that subscribe button, please make sure to subscribe. And so money, pull it it up there, smash the like button. If you haven't yet, I don't know. There's less than 20% of the people watching right now have hit the like button on this stream. So make sure to hit that like button. If you are watching along right now, that is greatly appreciated. Help support the channel and another way to support the channel is by signing up for new sports books at the betstamp.app slash edgework sites. If you see books pulled up on screen here today that you do not have, please make sure to go over to betstamp.app slash edgework. You can also find the link in the description. And uh, for tracking purposes as well throughout the course of the season uh, and these playoffs here, I mean, we'll look at yesterday's results just quickly up on screen. We go... Two and two there yesterday. We get the under six and a half in the first period puck line in the Oilers game, and we lose the under six and a half in the over first one and a half first period puck line in the Bruins game, and end up down fourteen dollars yesterday on a hundred dollar unit size, down a three percent ROI. It is what it is, guys. We battle back here tonight and uh, look to get back on the in the win column, but. That is what we do here. Stay, uh, stay transparent here on the channel. And if you do want to check out all the picks that we've given out through the course of the year, you can find that in the Betstamp app, in iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props. You can save time and money by checking out BetStamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today, again, in iOS, Android, as well as on the web. All right, moving forward, two more games tonight. Seattle Kraken surprised everyone a little bit there in their opening game against the Colorado Avalanche, winning 3-1 to on the road in Colorado. So, Money, you are our uh, Western Conference uh, experts, I would say, at this point. Uh, based out there, you get all the time zones. You're up at 6 a.m. this morning having to watch all the games. Uh, was this a game that you were watching on, uh, on uh, the other night, on Tuesday night?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I I watched a lot of it afterwards, but um, I did I did catch some of it live. Um, what stood out to me, and like we've we've mentioned this all year with this with, with with this Kraken team, if they just get any semblance of above average goaltending, this is a really scary team. And what really stood out is that um, they made Colorado look slow. Right? They um they were up on the forecheck. Um, amazing team speed. Um now Colorado, there's no need to panic. Um there was talk afterwards that um they were they were rusty. Uh, Manson was uh was was specifically mentioned as well with his first game back. It um he seems slow. The whole team seems slow. So I'm not um there's 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 no need to panic right now. I think that the line is a little bit inflated but but as it as it as it should be at this point. So um, I think that in terms of, you always want to look at what can a team do differently from game one to game two in terms of adjustment and not only what they can do differently, but do they have the personnel to do what they need to do? So for Colorado, um, and uh, Bednar talked about this after the game, is that they felt that when it w- it was too easy for, for Seattle to get through the neutral zone. So Colorado is a team for as much firepower as they have. Um, They have shown this all season that they do want to play defensively. They do want to uh, be more structurally sound. So when they're saying that we need to um, make it more difficult for Seattle going to the neutral zone, based on their defensive numbers and their personnel. Yeah. I think they're able to do that. So I think that that's a, that's, that, that's an adjustment that we'll see from, 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 from Colorado. Another thing they mentioned was that they need to um, get in front of Grubauer more Uh, with that first game. A lot of Colorado's chances were, were from the outside. So, and Mm -hmm. we know this is a team that can finish around the net. So yes, they have the personnel, the personnel to make that adjustment as well. So for those reasons, um, I think that the bump up in the line, um, it it makes sense. So, um, I'm I think the line is fair. Um, so it's another game that I'll be sitting out, but I don't think there's um, any reason to uh, to uh, panic right now for for the uh, for, for for the Avalanche because they do have the personnel to make the adjustments that they need to make.
2: Right yeah i mean i'm, I'm with you 100 there i think yeah i went to that game in nashville abs spreads and uh yeah just seeing the Avs live is um you know incredible they're so so fast they're so big you know absolutely awesome on defense and then yeah watching that first game one it was just like so many said it's like the complete opposite i'm not sure Um, You know, if it had to do with a little bit of game one nerves or jitters or what, or um, the Kraken's defense was just amazing. And that's the way the Kraken have been playing the last month of the season. They've been number one in expected goals against um, for the last 15 games or so. So their defense is absolutely good. And um, once they get goaltending, like so many said, this is a dangerous team. They want to play a low event game and, um, you know, just completely shut you down. And Grubauer actually played really, really well that game. Um, So I agree. I mean, I think that uh, this is a big game for Colorado here and the price is reflecting that. I think that they should probably, you know, be able to handle things here and, you know, kind of make the necessary adjustments. Um, I do that five and a half did catch my eye i think if that keeps dropping at five and a half gets close to minus 120 or so I would have no choice but to play the over there uh, but right now you know there's nothing for me I don't want to play a number that's uh that's minus 130 or so um, but yeah the abs should be fine here there's 3.7 expected goals for the abs to 2.3 expected goals for the crack in that first game so the abs right. did things well they just didn't finish the you know they just didn't get the puck in the net. They played fairly well. They got their chances. McKinnon played awesome. Seven shots on goal. Um, I think he'll probably have the same amount of chances tonight if that's the way you wanted to look. But yeah, that this uh, with this line and right at six, it really doesn't leave much for value here. Just hoping for an abs win for the series price.
0: All right, no bet in that game there. Uh, moving on to the final game of the night. So money the winnipeg jets on the road at the vegas golden knights currently we're looking at winnipeg plus 140 best price available uh vegas minus 154 we see the total set at five and a half in the first game of this series winnipeg came out and basically just took control of vegas by the end of the game it looked like when vegas was moving in quicksand uh the way winnipeg was able to kind of maneuver around them just did not feel like vegas had any opportunity in that one essentially Ten or two minutes into the second period, we're looking at this price here tonight. Are we expecting a, a spot here where Vegas is going to bounce back, or do you like the price that you see on Winnipeg tonight?
1: So I'm. I did play the Jets in Game One. Um, I have the Jets for the series. I also put a long shot wager on the Jets to sweep and the Jets in five, um, and I'll be betting the Jets again tonight. Um, besides the now the, the now the number has uh, fallen a bit, um, so um, that that makes sense from 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 where I bet it. But at the at the plus one forty, um, I would still play that. Um, we talked about this Colorado series in the sense that Colorado has the personnel to make the adjustments from game one to game two, um, and and they they can do certain things where um, the Where the game plan can go in their favor when i look at this winnipeg vegas series i don't see how vegas can make the necessary adjustments that they need to make so i will elaborate on that a lot of what vegas did in game one or a lot of what winnipeg did in game one they basically suffocated vegas to the point where um, everything that the knights generated when the little that they did generate was all from the outside. So if you're saying that, okay, we need to um, get in front of Hellebuck more, or we need to make sure that we get more chances in close, that's fine. That's, That's great to say. You can say whatever you want. But it's the Jets game to keep teams on the perimeter. So unless if the Jets change that, how are you going to be able to just do that when you weren't able to do it in game one? So, so, so that's the first thing. The second thing that that concerns me about Vegas is that theoretically, the path to victory for the Jets in this series would have been that um, they have better top end talent, and um, anything Vegas generates, you have Connor Halibut back there to to uh, to uh, build them out. Well, if you're giving up three high danger chances a game and you're not relying on Hellebuck and still winning the game um that's that's a concern for for Vegas right. on the other side of it um there was um we saw Mark Stone there was a lot of rust there um there's no the, the, there's no question about that he was there was a lot of instances where he was laboring so so I do I do give them that um this this number closed at the low uh, minus i at, 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 at the low 140s for for um for the Jets, um, I'm completely fine with that again. Um, with the with the small upside that maybe Ehlers will play, I don't think he will play. But if he does, then then you have that upside built in in into the wager already. So um, I'm on the Jets, and I would still play them at their at their current number. I would expect this to. Um, to to a, to, a con- to continue dropping because where it started from at the at like the low plus one fifties like that was that was pretty out there in my opinion.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. So we'll lock that in here. Uh, the plus one forty on Winnipeg as uh, as another bet here tonight. Russ, are you kind of in agreement with so money in this final game?
2: Yep. Yeah, I think that was that was very well well put. I think uh, somebody said some intelligent things there. And just to piggyback off of a couple of things that he said, um, yeah, you know, of all of the first round games, I would argue that the Jets played the most complete game of any team and, that, you know, that the, the game was really not in question. It was just absolute dominance the entire game. 3.7 expected goals to 2-2 two, two for Vegas is all. And so, yeah, um, this is a very, you know, fairly simple numbers play for me. I think this line should probably be closer to plus 125, maybe even plus 130. So we locked in, yeah, plus 146 uh, this morning. I think, yeah, anywhere around plus 140, I think there's a rogue plus 145 available just looking now. Um, Yeah, I would absolutely still play that. I'd probably play it right down to 140 and then uh, and then chill on that. Uh, but yeah, like so many said, I think, you know, some of these teams, um, have the ability to make certain adjustments and some of them do not. If you've watched certain, if you watch some of these shows the last few weeks, we've been really low on the, uh, the nights on the show. And that's mainly because of their defense. They, they just give up so many chances. They, you know, they allow basically anybody to skate through the zone and, uh, you know, and then in the goalie and then in goal, they don't have anybody that's above average either. I think some of these other teams like the Islanders, and some of the other teams like that, you can get behind as an underdog. Um, or, uh, you know, as if they're down in the series, you can get behind because they have an elite goaltender. Well, here you've got Lauren Beausauvoir going again, who really hasn't shown anything. And God forbid they go with uh, Jonathan Quick or something like that. And then on the flip side of the puck, you've got a tried and true veteran in Connor Hellebuck, who I, you know, we've talked about numerous times, so many and I on this show hellebuck has won us you know bunch of bunch of bets so i have no no issue going with hellebuck in the better goalie here at this insane price yeah plus 145 you know i probably should be closer to 130 like i said so yep i'm on the jets as well um and i do have one look at a player prop in this game i was looking at it earlier kind of uh Going back and forth, and I did lock it in right before the show got going. And I just saw one comment asking, "Yeah, that's funny. It's it is Kyle Connor. I'm going with uh, this Kyle Connor over two and a half goals. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, over two and a half goals, minus one sixty. This guy has just been playing absolutely lights out. Been flying around on this front line, um, and I, I think I expect the same tonight. He scored a goal last game. Had five short shots on goal last game. I think he should have no issue generating chances tonight." And, um, you know, it may be a little bit of a hedge, you know, maybe you, you know, if the Jets dominate again, maybe you win both of these bets. So I have no no issue throwing in this player prop in here over two and a half as well as uh, as well as the Jets money line. So, yep, we're all Jets tonight.
0: All right. There you go. We are all in on the Jets. Not only are we all Jets. We are all in on the Jets, adding in the Kyle Connor player prop. I see the chat here, Connor Hartle. Uh, We are all Jets. Eric. Jets money line tonight. Uh, Daniel H. Winnipeg again. So there you go. The uh, the chat is all in on us. I, don't know I will be in yeah. on the Jets as We've well. Got, yeah. We've got some smart, smart listeners in the chat, educated. Yes. yes. Uh, so there you go. We lock those in. Um, and yes, in terms of the prices available, again, just to remind people, we'll lock it in at the 140 because that is more uh, widely available you see that at a bunch of different books there yeah. is that Rogue 145 out there and if you have access to that book, maybe you haven't signed up yet make sure to go to betstamp.app edgework as well, you could hit the link that's in the description of this video to sign up there, it does help support the show so that is the perfect way to do that and uh, perfect opportunity as Russ points that out, 145 still sitting Out there, so make sure to go check that out. But to recap the picks for today on the show, all the picks that we've given out so far, all a full unit. So I'll clarify that before we get into it. I won't get into that on each individual bet, all for a full unit. Starting here in the Tampa Toronto game, we're looking at the over six minus 116. That's Tampa Toronto over six minus 116. Then we go to Vegas Winnipeg, we're looking at Kyle Connor. Over two and a half shots on goal minus one sixty, as well as the Winnipeg Jets money line plus one forty. So that's Kyle Connor over two and a half shots on goal minus one sixty and the Winnipeg Jets money line plus one forty. If you guys are interested in uh in seeing how we've done throughout the course of the year, you can find us in the BetStamp Stamp app in the find better section as Edgework HQ. And if you want more content, NHL content, daily picks, previews, as well as when we get to the second round and we uh, and we get to a situation where we're going to be previewing the second round series, you'll be able to find all those series previews again here on the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. I see a comment here in the chat. What book has the professional putting lines for the pizza man? If you want to bet on the World Putting League, uh, there is a book in the u.s a regulated book betfred sports they will be the presenting sponsor here of yeah. the hammer hq stream as well um online has them also yes uh yes the offshore book there bet online has them for very specific in terms of rob Pozzola props you can find those uh on that book Apparently, so check those out
2: 65 percent of the action is currently on rob pozola at plus 130 according to uh adam burns from bet online
0: Yes, and did you see Pizzola took steam? I think he was down to plus one hundred now. I'll look at I'll look at what it's at right now. But wow! Been, all yeah. the
2: sharps, all the sharps are uh, <laughs> are getting in on Rob and his secret betting game. No, I just uh, I just friended Rob on that new app, the Grint, and I saw that he was around yeah. a seventeen handicap. So I don't know if I would be betting on Rob at a seventeen handicap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I play I play with him in the summer. I think that um we were, pr- we're supposed to be playing on Saturday potentially. So we'll see it we'll see how it's at, but um right. yeah, he's currently leading to win his three ball group at least with Jeff Feinberg and Molitor he's at +100, Feinberg +200, Molitor +275. Um will either Pozzola, Feinberg or Molitor four putt. Minus 15, four or more putt minus 1500 on that one there so yeah
2: that, that's uh, absolutely a lock yes. definitely a lock <laughs> um
0: all right thank you to everyone who tuned in here today greatly appreciate it. daniel saying the series previews are awesome thank you daniel uh hopefully you guys enjoyed those hopefully you will uh stick around and subscribe to the channel so you get notified when the new series previews drop as we head into re- the second round but thank you to everyone who tuned in here today russ so money thank you guys for getting up early and doing this i know it was even earlier for you guys than it was for myself so greatly appreciated i'm sure everyone following along appreciates that as well hopefully you guys can maybe go take a nap get ready for the games tonight as we could no be chance for a long one <laughs> okay, no, we well, got fair
2: enough. 18 holes of golf and then yeah right into the playoffs so it'll be a it'd be, should be a great day
0: Sounds like a good day. Uh, yes, that's for sure. All right, well, to everyone else, if you can't get out on the course, maybe you can join us over on the Hammer HQ channel after this, 10.15 a.m. I'll be hosting that with Alex Moretto, Johnny from Betstamp, as well as some special guests coming through to watch along that with us, bet on it, and break everything down as it happens. We'll be watching Rob live on there. The stream will actually be on the screen as well for people wondering. So you will be able sure. to come to the YouTube and just see it there. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We'll see you guys back here at 10.30 a.m. on Friday morning to break down the final, final games of this week. To everyone out there, see you guys tomorrow morning. Good luck on your bets tonight.